How's everybody doing today? Welcome to uh, Paul's Trinity, my new podcast. And I'm coming to you also with a video podcast on uh, Facebook. Um, this is new. I've replaced my man cave moment with uh, Paul's Trinity. And so I know some of you guys have been wanting to uh, see Paul's Trinity on Facebook. And uh, we'll see how long this will last. Um, my uh, man cave moment kind of got... Um, We'll say algorithmed out. <laughs> uh, had some issues with it, but now that we got Paul's uh, Trinity, I'm doing my podcast on Anchor and on Spotify and Google Podcasts and uh, Radio Player Podcast and uh, different ones like that. So you can listen to that. Uh, just listen to it, or you can watch this on Facebook. I'll uh, post it, uh, and you'll see it on Facebook. So I uh, hope you guys are doing good today. Um, Coming to you uh, after a good little break, got away for a little bit, and I'm going to talk about that on Sunday, so I'm not going to give it away, but I'm going to talk a little bit about that on Sunday, and on Sunday I'm going to be talking about heaven, and uh, is there a heaven, um, which would then say, is there a hell, um, and if there is a heaven, who's going there, and we're just going to kind of see what the Bible has to say about that, not a uh, personal opinion thing, not a feelings thing. Um, we've kind of got to get out of the feelings game, uh, that we seem to be playing in this world today. Um, the whole idea that, but I feel this way, or I feel this way, or I feel it should be this, or I feel it should be that. It's all fine and good, but when it comes to truth and facts, uh, feelings kind of go to the wayside. You got to put them aside and you got to look at the facts. And so we're going to talk about that on Sunday, uh, just about heaven and uh, all the stuff that it's it's gonna be and and uh, mean and I'm not gonna talk anymore because I'm gonna be giving away some of my sermon stuff. So come on Sunday, New Life Christian Church, um, and we'll talk about heaven and uh, who all is gonna be there. So hope you guys come 10 o'clock on Sunday. Um, <clears throat> but today I'm gonna kind of go back a little bit and talk about my sermon on Sunday. Uh, last podcast I talked about um, what I was gonna talk about on Sunday. And we talked about uh, salvation and baptism and what that all means. And, um, and so I'm going to talk a little bit about that today and then kind of touch on a couple other things that we're going to be doing in the church. So uh, the whole idea of baptism, the whole concept of baptism, the, the ordinance of baptism uh, was introduced a long time ago uh, in, in Bible times. Uh, John the Baptist, known as John the Baptizer, was uh, baptizing people for uh, for the forgiveness of their sins, and uh, Jesus came and um, gave the perfect example. His whole life was the perfect example. Is how we should live our lives. We should be more like Jesus. Uh, I remember that song back in the late '80s. If I could be like Mike, uh, everybody want to be Michael Jordan and uh, play basketball like that and do the things that he did um, and drink Gatorade. So, but. This is more like, if I could be like Christ, the whole idea is I, I need to be more like him. I need to strive to be more like him. I need to do more um, to be like Christ. And I don't, I don't know that people even think about doing that or strive to do that. I think just try to be your best you. Try to be the best you you can be. And that kind of seems to be the mantra of, of the world today. Like I've talking about a lot is, you know, live your truth type of thing. Well, how about living the truth? How about living what Jesus said? How about living the way Jesus lived? 
Um, he was the perfect example. He was the one that uh, showed us the way. He was the way, the truth, and the life. It's, as it says in the Bible, no one comes to the Father except through him. So, so it comes the question is, are you even, is that even a thought process in your head that you're trying to be more like Jesus? Um, the whole self-help, the whole be you um, mantra is really taking over the world right now. And it's, it's sort of, you can be you unless it goes against what somebody else thinks you should be. Like maybe government or media or whatever, friends or whatever. And then it should be, well, no, you should be more like this or be more like that. If it doesn't fit their idea of what is right or wrong or what people should be or act like or say or do. And the older I get and the more this comes to fruition, the more it's just playing out in the world right now, the more I'm really struggling with this whole concept of this self-help, be you, be the best you you can be, uh, live your truth. Again, I, I sound like a broken record, if anybody even knows what that means anymore. <laughs> um, but it... it our, our life goal, our life's goal should be to be more like Jesus. Um, and I, I don't even think that's in our realm of thinking anymore. I, I don't even think people give that a second thought, or even a first thought, for that matter. Yet Jesus was here to show us how to live, to be the best example, to love people, to die for them, to give them salvation through amazing grace and then to live to strive to be like him we are all unique individuals we are all made different like you know every snowflake is different every human being is different don't try to be somebody else don't don't other than you know i say that and then i talk about trying to be like jesus don't try to be like anybody else in this world strive to be like jesus he was the example. And so when it comes to that, we talk about baptism. Jesus was without sin, so he didn't have to be baptized. That, that wasn't part of his walk. But it was part of him setting up the whole thing about being a Christian and what it means and what you need to do and, and how you need to live your life. And, and that's why he was baptized, to show us and then... We saw the dove come down. We didn't see it. We weren't there. But people saw the dove come down representing God's pleasure in, in the Holy Spirit. And what we will be given when we are baptized, the gift of the Holy Spirit, and the forgiveness of our sins. So, <clears throat> the whole concept of baptism has kind of become this hot-button topic in, in the church. Um and it just doesn't make any sense to me because it's just one of those things that God asks us to do, to be a part of our walk, to be a part of our who we are as a Christian. And if I want to obey everything that he commands me to do, and that's one of them, I'm going to do it. And I fail and I, I falter and I don't always do the right thing. I don't always say the right thing and I sin. <clears throat> but I've been given this gift of salvation. I've been given this gift of forgiveness and I asked God, I'm sorry, I know I did wrong, and he forgives me. 
But to fight this fight, it's, it's the wrong fight to fight. There are other, other battles <laughs> maybe to fight in Scripture that maybe you think is right, and I think, I think one way and you think another way, but baptism is not one of them. Baptism is when you decide, I'm going to follow Jesus, I want him to be Lord of my life, I want to give my life to him, I'm asking for forgiveness, I, repentance, I'm repenting and saying, I know, I'm, I know I messed up, I know I've sinned, and I'm asking for your forgiveness. The thing he says to do then is to be baptized. That was the very thing at the beginning of the church in Acts, when the, the Christian church was, was brought about, the, the church of Jesus, was they asked, what do we need to do to be saved? And the first thing Peter said is repent, and be baptized for the forgiveness of sin and give the Holy Spirit. That was the very first thing. And thousands of people decided that day, I'm going to do that. That day. That moment. Now, if you have questions about it, and you, you say you believe and you understand, and that's who I believe that God is who he is, and just not sure about baptism, talk about it. I'll be glad to talk to you about it. But in Scripture, it's always immediately. It's always done right then. It's not after you studied it for six months or gone to a class for a year or anything like that. It was just, it was done. You were baptized. So my, stop fighting it. Stop battling it. This isn't something that you're going you're gonna to be able to say, well, he didn't really mean that. He did. He did. It's, it's that simple. Um, there's no ambiguity in the concept of baptism. That was one of the ordinances he set up. Uh, he asked us to do, so do it. And same thing with the Lord's Supper. He says, as often as you meet, do this in remembrance of me. Not once a year or once every quarter or half a year. It's often as you meet. Even if you have a Bible study, take communion. If you have a youth group, take communion. Uh, every Sunday at church, we take this. I hear people say this all the time. I'm getting off the subject a little bit, but I hear people say this all the time that uh, well, it loses its meaning. It better not. It should never lose its meaning. If you take it every day, it shouldn't lose its meaning. It's what Jesus did for us. He died on a cross to save us from our sins, and we remember that by taking the communion. So if it loses its meaning, that's on you. That God has asked us to do this, to remember daily what Jesus did for us. So, so, Back to baptism. Um, the word baptism in, in the New Testament, baptizo, is by is immersion, sub, submerged underwater and brought back up. It's the whole concept of Jesus died, went into a tomb and rose again. It's a death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. We're, we're taking part in that when we, we are baptized and we go under the water and we come back out of new creation. And I don't understand why people fight that. Like, that's the thing that's, I get a lot from people is they, why do I have to do that? Well, because he asked you to. There's a lot of things in the Bible that we might go, do I really got to do that? Well, yeah, he, he asked me to, so I'm going to do it. And the thing about salvation, it's, you know, you, gotta, you hear the word and you believe it, and you, you repent of your sins, you confess them as Lord, you're baptized, and it's, then it's not over. Then it's the, the whole walk. You have to walk the talk. You, you have to do what you say you, you're going to do. You have to do what the Bible says to do. And there's, it, there's, nothing, you can, there's nothing you do to give to, he just gives you his grace. 
but he asks you to be a certain person, to live a certain way. And it's not a matter of, you know, okay, I'm saved now, and thanks God, and I'm going to go live my life, and you're not going to have any part of it. It's a continual it's a continual walk. It's continual doing what God asks you to do. So to battle this, this idea of baptism just there's no, it doesn't even make sense to me. It doesn't comprehend. I don't comprehend that idea because it's something that he asks us to do. So you do it. It's real simple. And actually, I heard somebody say this. I think it was, um, uh, oh, I can't think, think who it was now. He said, that actually, that's the one thing you don't do. Somebody else does for you. You believe, you repent, you confess, and somebody else baptizes you. So it's actually something you don't even do. Uh, somebody had said, well, you know, you can't do anything. And well, that's one thing you don't even do <laughs> is baptism. So they're saying, well, I have, to do, I have to be baptized, so I have to do something. Well, you don't. But so that's kind of my little speech talk about baptism and, and what it means. It's so meaningful. Man, it is the moment. I'll never forget the moment when I was 12 years old and just came came forward that night. And uh, my father-in-law, he wasn't my father at the time, but uh, baptized me. And uh, in the old Baptist church, in that hole in the ground where the water was ice, it was like the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> it was so cold. But I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that moment. And I went under the water and came up and it just, it was such an amazing moment. And so everybody that does it has that same experience. I know because I've baptized hundreds and hundreds of people and I've seen them and I've seen their reaction. And it is such a moving experience. People come up crying, people come up uh, yelling, you know, praise God, their hands raised. It's, it's, just, it's just an amazing moment. Don't actually think you can know more than God and get around that, honestly. So, um, but this week I want to talk about heaven. Kind of ties into baptism, kind of ties into salvation, a lot, <laughs> um, for who's going to be there. And we'll talk about that on Sunday. And so I'm excited about that on this Sunday. A couple of things. This Sunday also I'm going to be talking about the new uh, mission that we're going to be hopefully taking on. Um, it's called the Mustard Seed Network. And we're going to be um, showing another video. I showed one a couple weeks ago on the streets of Tokyo. Um, uh, it was the Shibua Crossing where 2.5 million people cross every day. This street, it's like a five points, five way crossing and, and people cross it every day. And, and so what we did was they, they videotaped it. And as you walked across, they showed you this videotape. And they pointed out people for you to pray for as you're walking across. And so I've taken that on in my life when I go on my walks every day. And anybody that I pass, if somebody passes me in a car or I walk past them or something, I pray for that person in that moment. And asking them, asking the Spirit to move in their life and God's move in their life and for them to uh, come to know Him if they don't already or know Him better. And so that's a challenge for you to start doing that in your daily life. When you go to the store, when you go, whatever, gas station, whatever you're doing. Uh, as you walk by somebody, cross by them, say a little prayer for that person. Um, boy, this world would be a better place if we'd all do that. And so this Sunday, I'm going to show another video of another walk. And, um, and then hopefully this fall, we're going to, each couple weeks, I'm going to show you more videos. And then uh, take this on as a mission. Um, this Mustard Seed Network is going to Japan. 
where 95% of the people in Japan have never heard of Jesus. Never heard of Jesus. That just blew my mind when I heard that at CIY this year. That a, that a country like that, advanced as it is, um, like I said on, a couple weeks ago, that I think of when people haven't heard about Jesus, the ones like far off Africa where you can't even get to these tribes and things like that, but not Japan. 95% have never heard. So this is a huge, one point, uh, 126 million people in Japan. 95% have never heard. So uh, it's an awesome mission to take on. So we're going to take that on and have, try to help them in any way that we can. Um, and who knows, maybe send a team over there at some point just to kind of experience it. So, um, But it's exciting. Uh, and so we'll be showing another video this Sunday. Also, we're going to have a meeting. Uh, it's called Regeneration. Uh, it's a ministry for those who... I want to be careful I say this. It's not just an addiction ministry for alcohol and drugs. It's also for depression and fear and anxiety and all kinds of different issues that you have in your life that this ministry can help you get through it in a very Christian way, in a very Bible-based way, in a very um, giving it all to God way. And so we're going to be uh, starting that this fall is the goal and uh, hope as many people as can come on board and be a part of it and help with it and, and be in it and uh, take part in it. You know, all of us have little things even that we could we could use some help. And so uh, we're going to be starting that this fall. Soup Kitchen is going to be opening up this fall. Um, Extreme kicks off August 13th. Still got a lot of little things to finish up before then for the teens from 6th grade through 12th grade. I cannot wait to get that back going again. It's been two years since we've done this. Because of everything, COVID and moving and not being, not being having our own church. And now we finally got our new church built. And so we're in there and excited about that. I cannot wait for that. Friday night after the Whiting game, 9.30 to 11.30, we will be having Extreme, August 13th. So make sure the kids know about that. Uh, I'll be sending some flyers and stuff to uh, the school so that they can uh, let the kids know. So, so excited about that. Cannot wait for that to get started. Uh, we have Kids Blast on Sundays for uh, kids in kindergarten through uh, fifth grade. 10 o'clock during our worship, worship service, they have their own. And uh, so excited about that. I got a lot of helpers and workers with that. Appreciate that. And um, so uh, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff really getting going here. And uh, just really excited about that. So hope you come on board and be a part of that on Sundays at New Life, 10 o'clock. Uh, shifting to uh, sports. I mean, my man cave, as you can see, my Cubs behind me, Bears over here. But, uh, or those who are listening to my podcast can't see it. But <laughs> anyway. Um, boy, the Cubs have just looks like they're gonna maybe sell off and and could be years before we ever get going again. So anyway, sad sad days are coming. I have a feeling again, but I'm a Cub fan through and through. I'll never not be one. So you just ride the wave. Usually it's it's not very good, but <laughs> but hopefully something can happen soon. Um, and the Bears coming up here real soon. I'll be talking about that week to week. Uh, how the Bears are doing. The White Sox are doing well. They're they're first place right now and I think second best record in baseball right now. So good for you, White Sox fans. Um, the Cubs aren't winning. I'm not happy either. I'm not happy about it. So uh, good luck to White Sox fans. Um, but, and uh, then again, the Bears coming up real soon here too. So, but I hope that uh, you guys have a good day today. And uh, I don't have my great, great kickstart. I forgot to bring it down. Uh, sorry about that. But, um, so, you see the Christmas lights up. Like I said last in my last podcast, they are up 24-7, 365 in my man cave. So, uh, it's just a good, 
good feeling. I love it. Christmas in July, too. So, um, All right. I end. You guys on Facebook haven't heard this before. Uh, people have listened on my podcast know that I end with this song. Uh, corny, uh, old school, uh, throwback from the 70s when I was a kid and watching the Donnie Marie show. So I'm going to do it now for you live <coughs> on Facebook, too. May tomorrow be a perfect day. May you find love and laughter along the way. May God keep you in his tender care till he brings us together again. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time.